here comes the OC Taiwanese. Okay, so recently update. I eventually moved out the house, which I just specified last week. It's a very compact share house. I moved there to here, which is a single studio. Also, uh, I eventually effectively resign my hotel job and free myself to have another decision thinking about what I gonna do in the future. So yeah, congratulations to me. And so due to my good news is talking about moving house and quit a job. And I already talking about employment in Australia from previous to absolutely. So this one, let's talking about accommodation in Australia. So um, as everybody know, my Australian life starts from working holiday. So if you are the audience from anywhere except Australia, if you make your plan come to Australia, you may have to start from backpacker hotel mostly. I know some place they have some exception they can take overseas payment and provide accommodation before you arrive in. Yes, there is there is another cases we can talk about that later. And so my case, Sam. I start from uh, I start from Gold Coast. Oh my god, I just said I just realized I'm the exception people. I using overseas I uh, get that share house from uh, from Facebook when I was in Taiwan. So, yeah, let's talk about this. The 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 platform. Okay, let's first thing first talk about this. The platform you can get the not legal way. <laughs> not legal way. I'm I am not saying illegal. I mean it's not like, not like relevant to the legal way to obtain your recommendation from internet. So as I say from previous previous uh, episode, I rent my new house from a state agent which is very formal and legal way and this bring out some contract. So sort of contract have a verification you have to go through a, a sponsor, a referee to prove you are people have their uh, equity and um, pretend, uh, how to say that? Potential to pay the money, you won't mess up the house. So except that when you, beyond this, when, when we're talking about renting house for working hard at worker, actually you are very hard to go, go through this this path. So for me, I was looking for house from Facebook and also when I arrived in, I just realized there's the other platform called Gantry. So if you are the audience from Western world like America, Europe, you probably very well know the Gantry. You can do everything on Gantry, buying, renting, and even getting a job. Yeah. So first thing you might have to looking for uh, a house or a share rooms or share house from there. So my case is, is I start from a share room from a share house in the surface paradise, Gold Coast. 
So it was pretty illegal actually, I have to say, because it's not really hu humanity. It's not like really morally acceptable because you live in a room share with somebody else. You guys just like refugees. But however, it was the timing when I first year and after that I moved to uh, Bangalore for the other farm job. So as everybody know, if you are work in the rural area, share room actually is kind of like a common sense. Although I, I really don't want to say this, but yes, it's currently this situation is still going. So you cannot say, uh, no, it's illegal, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, in rural area, this kind of things keep happening. So it bring out the other things is the type of the landlord. So if you are renting house from formal legal platform like through domain or estate agent, uh, real estate, something like that, you probably won't get any trouble with landlord because most of the time landlord just let the agent managing their property. So if you through a regular platform, there's nothing will occur. But if you go through a Facebook or the country or even any any else page, you probably get some Chinese from China which will renovate the house with um an 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 acceptable design. They even using a cheapest um like a very cheap material to do this. So like me, past seven years, I live in different kind of share house, backpacker as well. I do serve from those uh, noise issue. Poor soundproof does affect on my sleeping. And past seven years, I can honestly tell you, I always have bad sleep due to the uh, noise issue. So it bring up Living in, in, in share house or even backpacker, noise is the first things I will specify. It probably the thing would drive you really drive crazy. And second by the safety. Because as I say, the poor uh, soundproof is also means the material they use is really cheap. So it, it may or may not meet the current like, regulatory in a uh, building material. So you may think about that once, just occasional once, if that share house have some kind of fire emergency, ooh, probably a big trouble, isn't it? And then it also relates to the different landlord because some landlord, they were followed by the current law, current law regulatory, like, I do see several good landlords from Cairns. They really just lease their house, like, or lease their rooms, spare rooms for share house, and they didn't do any terrible renovation. So you literally get a pretty nice room for sure, but the only disadvantage is you need to share that rooms with somebody else. That means your landlord. So it brings out uh, the other things is the hygiene. Oh yes, that is the things that you to see what kind of diversity of the humans you will deal with. So past seven years, I ever lived with the people with highly good, like a very highly good hygiene behavior. 
which is kind of go city. Uh, when I was in Melbourne, I live in one of my, when I live in Melbourne, Sunshine, the inner suburb. Uh, I should say is at a at the intersection of uh, outer suburb and inner suburb. Okay, anyway, so at that time, I was having a roommate. He has kind of got OCD, so uh, he does make houses like pretty sparkless. So that was a time I would feel very surprised and very satisfied because. Eventually, I can have a good tidy roommate, housemate. Actually, I have to say housemate. But after he moved out, oh my god! Following by um north northeast China roommate, ugh, very poor hygiene. And not to mention about it's common story that every share house always have that one gambling's addictions housemate. They always exit one, and uh, if your if your house, I should say, if your recommendation locate in a town or in a city which have gambling facility, you will always find one roommate, one tenant have gambling addic addiction, and the common story is he borrow money all around the house. Everyone. He own everyone money, whatever is small money, hundred bucks or even up to thousand bucks, and then all of a sudden he'll move out. So same things. When I was in Melbourne, I have one, and now I'm in Cairns. Even I just move out, and I still know there's one gambling additions people there. So you may thinking about this. So it sounds like life. In Australia, if you are not able to rent the house through the uh, formal legal path, it will be a bizarre. Hmm, I would say yes. I won't. I I won't dine. It is bizarre. It is bizarre. But however, once you get your formal job, you get your good job. Once you get your driving license, okay. So talking about driving, there is another small topic I need to pull out. So if you are an audience from Taiwan, I definitely sure our Taiwanese government driving license was was accept. No, not was. I should say is accepted by the uh Australian government. So all you need to do, you may have to go to ambassador's office in Australia and get a uh, interpretation. Version and to is to get a Australian driving license, which is means you don't need to go through those training course. You don't need to go through those learner license. However, if you are people who from China, from Korea, from Japan, or Thailand, Vietnam, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, you may have to confirm with your government, and even you may have to confirm with the Australians. Uh, trans, uh, transport public transport and the vehicle office, if you may, it may viral, by your nationality. So back to here. So once I get my formal job, I get my ID done. The timing I find I can pay thing through the, uh, verification by the state agent. I just realized there is a. Actual law and actual office protect me from 
these like fun all those uh chaos I just mentioned. So if you are the audience in Queensland, you may or may not know this office called uh residential tenancies authority. So it's a place just give you a uh, multiple assistance if you get any argument, any trouble with renting house in Queensland. So compared to this in Taiwan, yes, I does have to confess that renting house in Taiwan is quite random. You probably can rent a house without any commit, and you just become a an official contract relationship. However, compared to Australia, yeah, I I would say renting like a rental business in Taiwan is not a really mature and really well organized. Cause like this, when you in Australia, when you renting a house, it is free to request all the maintenance through the agent. Okay, so it may back to depend. So like the house I rent is full furnished. So it means it already come out with all those uh, sofa, bed, TV, fridge, stove, and even some would come with the dishwasher. And like mine, I don't have a laundry machine. Some would come with a laundry machine and dryer. And then if anything, um, anything have uh, broken or faulty, you can just phone call with agent. They are fully responsible to fix those for you by law. So when I move in, I realize I have two wall lights have no lamp bulb. So I just uh, let my agent know and she was pretty, pretty generous. She just said, can you please, because she don't know what kind of a lamp bulb it is. She just said, if you can, can you go, go to get me a lamp bulb and I can reverse you. So it means she able to pay me and she does pay me as well. So compared to Taiwan, renting house in Australia, it does have a color. If you go through the legal and formal platform and go through those contract verification, you does get a lot of protection. So it brings out some people who are thinking about if renting house is good enough like this, so should I rent house forever or buying house, buying a property? So to me, I would say renting house, because it's my very first time to rent house here, but through the days when I uh, have a conversation with local friends, I just realize that renting house somehow is more flexible for people to moving around, especially for me. People who like me uh, travel in Australia just only by myself and I really not yet have the plan to settle down. Yeah, moving house is quite nice. No, I, I, sorry. Renting house is quite nice for people who like me because I can get all the support in, in housing. I don't need to worry about the manager, management sheet. I don't need to worry about the trash. Um, when did the local council come out to pick up the beans and even the internet here in Australia, once you change your 
uh, accommodation, if you want to change your Wi-Fi service, it's uh, pretty easy to organize until you move to any other regional area. It's part of exception. But as long as you stay in like a city area or not a crazy far area, most of the time your internet have no trouble. Uh, electricity, water bill, general speaking, it never include, it never include on the bill. Um, not to mention about uh, when you have to fix all those facilities, like a water tap, uh, furniture, have a pokey hole, what I mean, original. Not, not you mean to break in and call in help now. What I mean, originally or uh, aircon get broken or curtains have trouble. I think buying house, the things make me not to buying house, not just only they reduce my flexibility um, in moving around, but also to thinking about I have to handle all the things by myself, even I have to pay the fee to the local council in advance to help me collect the rubbish bin and I even have to pay uh, HR management fee to the property if, if my property have some public facility like swimming pool, gym, sauna facility. Yeah. However, after this, I still have to say, is that really good to come to Australia? Even there's a risk I may have trouble in accommodation. I would say, yeah, come to see if you are people who from any other place outside of Australia. I still welcome you. I still would say, come to Australia to see a different scenario of renting house. It probably may or may not similar to your country. Like Taiwan, Ugh. I would say, Renting house in Taiwan, if you got any trouble things, need a maintenance team, you always need to fix it by yourself. Although I do understand in Taiwan, we does also have that law to assist us to request, request the maintenance assistance. However, it's way too often to know uh, lack of the proper regulatory regulatory in rental contract that uh, a lot of Taiwanese actually we have a very bad memory when we renting house. So back to the topic. Is a share house nightmare? Yes, share house different nightmare. I still believe that um, having a good environment and can calm yourself down, provide a good rest, it does improve your productivity and also reduce all those mental stress. Because during the timing when I doing my chef job or barista work, I just feel sometimes I cannot let those negative emotional feeling go easily. And even now, the reason why I quit the job, I, I still feel a little bit confused, but very clear point is if I was living in a proper accommodation, maybe 
I will feel less anger and I will feel less confused. Why I choose this job or why not? I don't want this job anymore. So that's today's topic. So if you have any comment or any discussion wanna go with me, please don't be afraid. Leave a comment in the first story or go through my personal Instagram. We see you next episode. Bye. To live in a share house, it's not. Share house used to be including bills. Including bills means you don't have to pay electricity, water, and Wi-Fi. So you know, no Wi-Fi, no life. So now when I'm moving out to a single studio, a single studio apartment, the first things really. Made me a little bit afraid is that I have to deal with electricity and internet bill by myself. But yeah, no pain, no gain, though. <laughs>